Welcome to the Daily Sports Show Redo. I am your host, Tyler James. Here at the Redo, I've spent my time watching and listening to all the talking heads give their inflated takes on popular topics. Then I pick a few of those topics that I find good, bad, or just plain weird, and give them a redo by giving my take without the yelling, pandering, or trying to create a new hot take. Let's get into it. And we're talking the news that really is the only real news today. Well, until earlier tonight when it broke by Jim Harbaugh going to the charge. Before that, the Bucks fired their first year head coach, Adrian Griffin, after 43 games. I mean, it's a, it's kind of a shocker for everyone seems shocked by it. So it is a shocker. You know, after 43 games, they're 30 and 13, second in the East, tied for second in the NBA. So they're doing really well, you know, record wise. Obviously, you know, they traded away Holiday and they got back um, Dame Lillard, who, you know, we know is like a tremendous offensive talent. Everything he did down there in Portland was great. But he does he's not known to be a defensive player, and that's shown, you know, when the Bucks, their defense is definitely their uh, efficiency has definitely dropped you know, as expected. And that's led to a lot of um you know, they games that they're letting bad teams stick around and play with them. Like the you know, Spurs almost beat them twice. <clears throat> you can't be having that with how bad that team is, you know, great talent with uh, the rookie there, but if you're the Bucks, who should be, you know, uh, the finals, the, one of the favorites to win, they can't be being played that tough by bad teams. And also the team really, obviously, uh, with Dame when in Portland, he was the man. He was the number one option with uh, the Bucks. He's obviously a 1A, 1B, 2 option, whatever you want to call it, because you got Giannis there. So you're bound to see some kind of regression. But it turns out, though, is like there's more and more coming out, you know, as the day went by. There's more, you know, if you look at the, they're talking about how in the preseason he fired one of his assistant coaches, and that was kind of like a, a red flag. People are now starting to notice. Uh, I guess they had him and the assistant coach he fired, they had different kind of philosophies on how they wanted to run the team or how the offense was going to be, what they wanted Dame to do. And also, you know, Griffin, he was up there in Toronto under uh, Nick Nurse. And so he had like a real strong defensive culture. <clears throat> so he's trying to instill that in the Bucks, But I guess and no one was really buying into that, it seems like. Uh, an interesting point that was brought up was uh, <clears throat> they talked about how, you know, is this uh, some Giannis influence? You know, is he, you know, pulling, you know, the LeBron or other superstar that really kind of has such control over a team, you know, because we saw earlier in the year, you know, he was, he was talking about, they were asking him about his extension, you know, and he was like, ah, oh, you know, I'm only going to do it if, you know, the, everyone in the building is committed to winning, you know, I think, you know, to paraphrase his quote, and that's when they made that big blockbuster trade and got uh, Damien out there. But, I mean, it kind of does make you think, it's because you're talking about more and more stuff, how, you know, just Giannis is doing similar to what LeBron's done in the past. <clears throat> and it's, you know, benefit LeBron, obviously, of his four championships. But, yeah, you know, I think hey, Giannis is making that jump to superstardom where you're just kind of, 
the team is so indebted to you because they know if you leave, that franchise is going to crumble, you know, because right now they're in a, you know, they won with him. He was the MVP, you know, since then he's been, you know, they've been a really good team. <clears throat> they had that collapse against the Heat last year, but I mean, they're still right there. You know, they're going to be in the playoffs again. They're going to be, you know, two or three seed, possibly a one seed, depending on the Celtics, how they finish up. But I mean, still a good team. Uh, another interesting little tidbit to this story was uh, obviously, as we know by now, Doc Rivers has been hired on as the coach for that. And they kind of the people are saying a little bit of a, a snake move, perhaps, because about a little over a month ago, the Bucks brought in Doc Rivers to be a consultant for the for their coach, Adrian. So it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, hmm, now that you're seeing like kind of the the end of everything, kind of like, wow, that was a little bit of a sneaky move. And the comparison was like, hey, you're like, you know, you're managing some kind of restaurant or something. And then, you know, your corporate comes out and goes, hey, we want you to have this guy's going to, you know, consult with you. You get to show him the ropes and everything about the business. And say, like, oh, okay, do that to them. Then a month later, they fire you and hire that guy. Man. So it's uh, interesting times there, Milwaukee. And really, it's uh, kind of a shame for Griffin. Because, I mean, you are 30 and 13, second in your, you know, tough Eastern Conference. And you're, you know, getting fired. That's, you wonder if there's going to be a lot of opportunity in the future for a guy who gets fired halfway through his rookie season as a coach. You know, and so it's, you know, life-changing for him in a way. Maybe he can bounce back and he can pick up a head coaching job here or I don't know where, but. Hopefully with like a younger team with less, you know, set in stone superstars who it's, it's hard to coach because, I mean, not to get on the Lakers, but, you know, that's the, the next rumor is are the, you know, the flags there going off. That, hey, Darvin Hams might be on his way out soon because, you know, just every day is like a new report of just his players not liking him, not respecting him. You know, they're confused about the rotations and stuff and just like kind of what the game plan is. And, you know, it's, it's gotta be hard for young, like first year coaches going to a team that has LeBron James on it. Especially if like, if you're a person who has like ideas and like actually wants to coach. Cause I mean, it's one thing, you know, when you are, you know, like, like Spolstra, like I'm sure he's a, he's a great coach, obviously you can see what he's done post LeBron and D Wade. But I mean, when he was a young coach, you know, he was the coach for a, D Wade, LeBron James, Chris Bosh, and won two championships. But you kind of wonder with like coaching in the NBA, like how much are they actually coaching these guys who are so smart, know the game so well, and are so talented? You know, let's look at that. when he went to Cleveland, Ty Lue came in, you know, same thing. Early coaching years for Ty Lue, won a championship, and that's kind of made his career, you know, with them over there in LA. <clears throat> so it's, it's kind of got a feel for these uh, first year coaches when they go to a a big franchise with big players on there. Cause it's going to be hard to really get them to buy into you unless you have some kind of real player pedigree or coaching pedigree going into it. But I get back on the, the bucks and doc rivers. Uh, I mean, I haven't been a big fan of doc rivers as a coach for a while now. And it seems really since his uh, firing from the Sixers that everyone's kind of agreeing with that like they everyone's kind of like oh is he a good coach 
you know, there's a, there's a meme about the 2008 Celtics, you know, it's like every now and then it pops up on uh, Facebook or social media, whatever it's, you know, it's like it's premises that, Hey, no one, no one group of people have, you know, milked the championship as much as these the 08 Celtics. You know, cause I think they had like a 10 year celebration for winning their ring. It's like, man, it's like their core group of players. And, you know, it's to a point, it's kind of true. And like, it's, that's the, really the, that one championship made Doc Rivers in some minds, you know, an all-time great coach. And, you know, he did do some good things to, in Orlando when he first started out, like credit to him, you know, but then he went to the Clippers for, I think it was like less than 10 years, like seven years, I think it was 13, 20, you know, and just all-stars there the entire time. And he went to, you know, the Celtics, won with them. Went Celtics first, and then Clippers is correct. And then he went to the Sixers. Yes, yeah, so like the, pretty much since Orlando, he's really had just all-star players his entire career. So that's, you know, he's I think he's ninth in all-time now and wins. You know, and it's not really, I guess, surprising when you're, when you have these these back-to-back stack teams that he gets gets gifted, you know, or, you know, he's like earned it. He's earned his coaching spot for some of these teams. But at the same time, though, when you really look at it, like, okay, what has he done since the OA championship with the Celtics? Mm, yeah. Got it. Oh, so, so Orlando, Boston, Clippers, and Sixers. Got it. Yeah, because he was, you know, at the end of the time with the Clippers there, he had got Kawhi, you know, on them, joined him. Couldn't do nothing with them, you know. He, had, he can't. It's not all his fault, you can say, because you know Leonard was hurt, Paul George was hurt, you know, a lot of injuries there. But I mean, then he went to the Sixers and just had, you know, Joel Embiid, incredible talent, injury prone still. But you know, they're blowing three-one leads to the Atlanta Falcons or the Atlanta Hawks. So it's just you really kind of think like he's a he's probably he describes like a player's coach. I like every player likes him. Great, you know. But is he a difference maker? Is he going to take your team to the next level? No, because, I mean, the Bucks, we already know they're going to be, you know, a favorite to come out of the Eastern Conference, to be in the Eastern Conference Finals. You know, if they do less than that, it's going to be a, kind of a shocker. But if they do that and lose, they're going to lose in the Eastern Conference Finals. It's kind of like, oh, yeah, well, they're probably losing either Boston or Philly, which are both two good teams, so there's no shame there. But it's not like we're looking at this team now and going, okay, with Doc Rivers at the helm, they're going to the Finals. It's a given. It's like, no. It's not a, it's not a huge sign. If anything, it kind of makes you more, eh, like, especially when the playoff time comes around and maybe they're up. The whole entire time you're gonna be thinking, ooh, waiting for that Doc Rivers collapse. Because you know, if you like the same thing with NFL coaches, I mean, it's like you look at some of the what they've done over, like, you know, a decade, fifteen years. Like, when's your last big win? You know, and. NBA, it's a bit rougher because they have these uh, seven-game series, and it's it's real. It looks real bad when your team's up three-one, you lose. And that's not not once, but multiple times he's lost three-one lead in the series with an all-star cast of teams. I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe they'll win, you know, and then he can, you know, use that second championship to stick around for ten more years, and yeah, before going back to ESPN. But I would be kind of surprised by it. But then again, I wouldn't be surprised. I think, you know, Giannis is one of the top three players in the NBA right now. 
I think got a that's a that's not a controversial statement by any means. He's definitely easily top three. You know, I think people want to put Joker as one or two, then you got Embiid as one or two. You know, depending how you're feeling or whatnot. And of course, you got Luca, but I don't think Luca doesn't play enough defense to get that role. But Giannis, no, he's a seven footer, does offense and defense, just real. Yeah, I'd, I'd pick him as my number one overall, realistically. But yeah, but that's uh, that's all I got for the news today. Is that the big bucks, you know, out of nowhere firing, and then probably hit on to more tomorrow with Jim Harbaugh. You know, signing on with the Los Angeles Chargers, finalizing that deal for five years. I didn't see the the price on that, but hey, that's a you know exciting. I have a an uncle and an aunt who are diehard Charger fans, so I've seen their Facebook posts are ready. They're ready to go. You know, my first take of it is, well, I guess we'll see if uh, you know, Justin Herbert's really a top five quarterback, like he says, with you know his five hundred record for his first couple of years. Let's see if this, uh, you know, everyone's talks about how Harbaugh's had success wherever he's gone. And yeah, I mean, he's had winning records everywhere, won the national championship this year, obviously. But I mean, it's going to be, I mean, the biggest problem for the, they're saying with the Chargers is their defense. I mean, it's clear how it's insane that they had a player like Khalil Mack, who got, I believe, 17 sacks, but their defense was just so bad. And they have Joey Bosa. They got some studs out there, but. You know, that was obviously, you got to say, it's probably a coaching issue. So you wonder, I guess, how much Jim Harbaugh can affect that. Maybe bring some people with him. No, I'm sure it's just people are probably, the players there are probably excited to have a coach like him. You know, kind of a breath of fresh air. They also got rid of their GM, so I'm not sure who replaced him, replaced that. But, I mean, it's, uh, you know, that's a lot of excitement for the Chargers, and that's, you know, for players. You know, if you look at the Raiders, you know, they got rid of, you know, <laughs> what's Daniels, you know, and they got the coach they really wanted, the guy who fired him up, and they went on a pretty good little run at the end. So, I mean, hey, all it takes is just a change of culture a little bit, and you can see how teams can turn around, especially a team like the Chargers that have a lot of talent across the board, realistically. So it'll be interesting to see what they do next year with all that. All right, guys, thanks for joining me. Thanks for listening to the Daily Sports Show Redo. Feel free to reach out to me on social media. I'll see you next time.